0: Today, I am going to be talking about sharing your faith. This is episode 258, and you can find today's show notes at a few minutes with God podcast.com. And my name is Felice Gerwitz, and I invite you to check out our sponsor today, and that is Media Angels. You can visit the website at mediaangels.com. Well, does sharing your faith scare you? Do you share your faith in a personal way, or do you fear what others will say? In this podcast, we're going to explore ways to share our faith and how your testimony may impact the lives of others. For some of us, sharing our faith is easy and it can be simple without much fanfare. My husband praises God in his speech. For example, he'll say, Praise God the job went well or something similar. He uses that phrase so often and it does have an impact on others. Once his sister said, And as my brother would say, praise God. She noticed, and others noticed too. He walks around with a smile on his face as well and nods to complete strangers in stores. When we were first together, I used to wonder why people were looking at us and smiling. Then I realized it was because of of Jeff. He had a smile on his face. Even though I've lived in Florida for over half of my life at that point, The New Yorker and me had a difficult time with all of his friendliness. But shouldn't we be happy in smiling at others if we love God? Try and tell me what happens when you do this, when you smile at others, at complete strangers. You will be surprised at the change, not only in yourself, but in others. Nehemiah 8.10 says, Then he said to them, Go your way, eat the fat, drink sweet wine, send portions of them, to those for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy to the Lord, and do not be grieved, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord should indeed be our strength. I've learned by reading, listening, and having good conversations with people who do not share my faith that we can agree to disagree. This, my friends, is one of the keys to sharing your faith, to be respectful. Before we get started, being personal and sharing what you know is important. If you are not filled up with the love and joy of God, it's difficult to share what you don't have. No one wants to follow a vengeful God. God is just, he is loving, and he wants the best for us. God is not a God of do's and don'ts, right? If we want to serve and love him, we will gladly do what is right. Whereas, the enemy makes sin look so wonderful, but the enemy is out to destroy us. I have seven keys I want to share with you quickly about sharing faith. And they're going to be surprising to you. They're probably not going to be the things on a list that you would expect. But the first is to love the person where they are at and share the good news. Jesus lived and died for our sins and to give us everlasting life. John 6. You can listen to more on that um, from the last podcast I did on Meaningful Faith. It's episode 257. The second is no judgment. That's not our job. Our job is not to judge others and the sins that they have committed. Our job is to share the good news. The third is be respectful. As a saying goes, Rome wasn't built in one day and neither is conversion. It is the Lord that invites us into a life of faith. And if someone is closed off, they are just not ready to listen. You can't force faith. The fourth is share a personal story. I want to share with you what I sent my niece when she was receiving her first confirmation. It says, faith moves mountains in large print at the top and it's Matthew 17:20. So Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief, for assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move and nothing will be impossible for you. So then I wrote her a note and I said, Ryan, when I was in third grade, I actually used a scripture to pray that God would move a mountain and not surprisingly, it didn't work. I have learned that prayers are always heard, but sometimes the answer is no. Can you imagine the damage that would have happened if that mountain did move? God always knows what's best for us. Always keep praying and never stop. God hears us and he knows what is best. I love you and pray for a powerful infilling of the Holy Spirit in a life-changing way during your confirmation. Love you. Love, Aunt Felice. So that was not preaching. It wasn't saying, oh, you have to do this. It was just saying, here's something that happened to me. The fifth is, ask for any reservations that they may have, or why they've not committed up to this point. You will be surprised when you hear some of the reasons people give for not wanting to be Christians, and some of them are valid. You know, maybe they've heard something horrible that a Christian person did, or in the name of Christianity they think this is what what you do and how you live your life, and it's so far from the truth. So many times what people hate about Christianity is not at all what Christianity is. You can't judge a religion by the people. My mother used to say, if you want to lose your faith, get to know the clergy, and that's no... um, If anyone's listening to this and is a, a, you know, a pastor, please forgive me. But it's what she was trying to say is people are human. Don't look for them to be God. You know, you look to God to be God and we don't look at someone's false and say, see, that faith is false because of that. What we say is, you know, we look for authenticity and a faith that brings the scriptures alive in the teachings. And the sixth is to listen. Listen to what that person is saying. Really listen. Don't be thinking about what you're going to say when they're done talking. If you need to, maybe jot something down, but then focus on them and just really listen. And you'll be amazed at what you'll hear. And then address the concerns. You know, really answer their questions. And of course, I didn't even write this down because I'm assuming that you know this. So I'm going to go back and add this as an overarching to the seven keys of sharing your faith. And that is to pray to the Holy Spirit and ask God, God, should I share my faith with this person or shouldn't I? I remember when I was really on fire for the Lord, I wanted to tell everybody, I wanted to stop people at the grocery store, I had a meeting with my CPA for business, and I wanted to share with her, you know, and I remember calling one of my friends and saying, I, you know, I'm going to meet with this lady. And could you please pray with me so I can share my faith with with her. And my friend said, Do you know anything about this person? Do you even know where they are, you know, in their faith walk? You can't just bombard people with your, you know, it's not even so much a testimony, but saying, oh, you know, I, I really want you to convert or I want you to become more faithful or whatever that is. We have to just start with saying, do you go to church? Do you practice a faith and start there and have that be an opening? And she was right. This person was not open to hearing anything that I wanted to share with her and she had her reasoning and I had to respect that God gives us free will. We want everyone to embrace Christianity, but God gives each one of us the free will, you know, and and it takes them being open to hear. As we share our faith, let it be an encouragement to us to dig deeper into our own faith and to study. We don't have all the answers. And If someone asks you a a question that's happened to me before, I will say, you know what, I'll get back with you. I don't really know the answer to that. Or I don't know it in a way that I can explain it well. So let me get back with you. And be sure you do follow up. Because we can't possibly know everything. We don't know each person's observations and the journey that they've had in life. I once read a book by an avowed atheist who became Catholic, and the first chapter was so eye-opening. She really allowed me to understand atheism in a much better way than I ever had. Essentially, the author grew up in an atheistic home. And one of her parents was non practicing Catholic, and the other was a very strong atheist. In fact, this father, I believe it was used to read her books by noted atheistic scientists. I mean, he was, you know, vehemently opposed to any form of Christianity and he wanted to make sure his young daughter also was opposed but shockingly they sent her to a Bible camp and she was asked forced in her words to accept Christ as her personal Savior and she refused she was 8 years old and the reason first she didn't know anything about Jesus second these people were not kind and third they threatened her with hell if she didn't accept Christ she said the final straw was when they said something like, well, I guess you want to be like your parents and go to hell. And she said she sat there and thought about it. And, um, and she said, well, my parents are kind and loving people. And you people who are going to heaven, quote unquote, are horrible and mean and are scaring me. And she thought to herself, well, I think I'd rather be with my parents. Now, this girl had no idea really and truly what hell was. She was basing her assumptions on these people who were being horrible to her. She didn't know and didn't believe that they served a kind and loving God because of how they acted toward her. And the entire situation left a bad taste in her mouth. And I have a link to her book in the show notes um, that you can read. Her name is Jennifer Fulweiler, and the book is From Atheist to Catholic, and she even has a lot of YouTube uh, videos, and you can look her up. But friends, this is the prime example of everything that could go wrong. When we share our faith, we don't threaten people. We don't threaten that they're going to go to hell. That's up to God to decide. When we share our faith, let it be because you love God and not because of an ulterior motive. Of course we want everyone to go to heaven. God wants everyone to go to heaven. That's plan A. But Adam and Eve took care of that for the whole generation of us. And we are recouping from that sin. And that's what sin is. It doesn't just affect one person. Only God can truly call a person to him. And yes, they have free will to deny him. But again, it's up to him and them. Your challenge this week is to share your faith with others. Try to use some of the recommendations I made and share the love of Christ and what he has done for you.
1: Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit fleece on our website, a few minutes with and your podcast page on a with God There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.